Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Calgary Real Estate Podcast, where you have the chance to learn about everything and anything real estate related in our beautiful city. My name is Kim Poffenroth, and I am joined by my mom and my co-host, Barb Richardson. Thank you for joining our 12th episode of the Calgary Real Estate Podcast. So it's actually been a couple of weeks since we released our last episode, and I wanted to give a little bit of a backstory as to why that is. So I guess first off, I should mention that this podcast is produced and edited just by my mom and myself. I do all of the editing. It does take some time. So I have a couple episodes, uh, you know, in the vault ready to release coming up here. But the reason for the delay is that I have been actually studying for the past few weeks for my real estate exam. So I actually took my real estate exam last Friday and I passed it. So I'm quite excited about that. And what that means is that I am now going to be joining my mom, my podcast co-host here, and her team, Richardson Group YYC at Sotheby's International Realty Canada. So yes, it is quite exciting, and I know I have been getting questions about what I have been doing lately, and you know, I have been cramming and learning as much as I possibly can about real estate, about the legal side of real estate, the selling houses, the everything that comes into, you know, being a real estate professional in the industry. And I am so excited to start out. You know, I think it's a great combination of my background experience and of my passion to, you know, be an entrepreneur and be out there in the market and really work with people, find them a home. And I can't wait to work with my biggest role model, my own mom and her team of amazing, amazing women at Richardson Group YYC and Sotheby's International Realty in general. With that being said, this podcast episode is a little bit different because we're just going to talk a bit about me joining my mom's team, what that means, and then wrap up this episode with the stats and what happened in the Calgary real estate market in the month of June. So with that, mom... Welcome. Thank you for being here. This is super exciting. And I think this is our first official announcement of uh, you joining the real estate industry and also just as exciting joining my team at Sotheby's. So, you know, why don't you talk about how you've arrived at this decision? Of course. So I guess uh, for those of you who don't know me or haven't listened to the past episodes, I did spend approximately five years leading and running the team at Urban Analytics in Alberta. So I got very familiar with the multifamily market and just really, you know, fell in love with real estate in general through that experience. I did then go to Calgary Economic Development for a short period of time, an amazing organization, but I really came to the realization that I have a very entrepreneurial mindset and I need the flexibility and freedom to explore that entrepreneurial mindset. And, you know, with that combined with the passion for real estate, I quickly realized that the, you know, nine to five corporate setting wasn't exactly the best setting for me. 
And of course, in addition to that, COVID was tough. It was tough on many people out there. I feel for everyone who went through hardships over the past year. I definitely struggled with COVID, but I think it really, what COVID did and, you know, the lockdowns and spending all this time at home, it really allowed me to reflect on what it was that I wanted to do in life. So I definitely took a little bit of a a road bump pathway to find where I wanted to be, but I did realize that real estate is my true passion, and I also realized that I didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to learn from one of the best in the industry, my own mother. So it really just all came together, you know, a big part of it, of course, was starting this podcast with my mom, being able to look up to her, talking lots about the market, and she's always been a role model, a person that I've admired and strived to be like, so it just led me to take this plunge and jump into a little bit of this scary, unknown world, and that is a bit of what real estate is, like you really have to run your own business, and it excited me it scares me but I am ready well Kim like I am like so excited right to have the opportunity to work with my daughter (laughs) is fantastic and uh, you know Kim like you led that team at Urban Analytics for five years in Calgary, and you certainly know the multifamily business really well, and you know how to value property, certainly condos and multifamily really well, which is a skill set a lot of people get into real estate. They, you know, they don't really understand the valuation part of it. So that's going to give you a huge leg up. And, uh, you know, Kim, you're like me in that you you know, have a short attention span, you love projects, you love getting into something, focusing on it, you know, working all out kind of on one project, and then taking a good break and moving to the next. And real estate is really all about that. I mean, people who like eight to five jobs in an office routine, real estate is not for you. I mean, you need to be the kind of person who appreciates all the flexibility real estate gives you. Like you can do your workouts in the morning, you can take lots of holidays, but you can't get annoyed if you have to work a bit when you're on your holiday, because that is part of the job. And I think you've got the right personality type for that too. And so our whole team are like super excited to get you involved. And I think you're going to take an addition to getting your license in residential real estate, you're also thinking of getting your license in commercial real estate, aren't you, Kim? Yes, I'm going to do commercial as well. When I was at Urban Analytics, one of the things that we really focused on was essentially helping price out multifamily properties. And in the real estate licensing, anything that constitutes of four units or more is considered commercial. So with my background of being able to price out those multifamily units, being able to really understand that multifamily side of the market, and then of course, combined with some of my work at Calgary Economic Development, where I did learn more and more about the industrial and the commercial office markets, I uh, decided that it would be valuable to have both my residential and my commercial license. So that is something thing that I am looking or I am taking on currently. Although I still think my main focus will be on the residential side. I want to be able to do both. It's And um, and it's great because nobody on our team right now has their commercial license. I let mine go a few years ago. So that will be a great addition to our team. And that means you can sell a fourplex or sixplex, you know, these, these projects that are more than just a single 
unit. And then one of the things that I love about real estate, which really ties into this podcast topic is you really have to brand yourself. So your team and Sotheby's in general, and I think people often have this misconception about Sotheby's that it only does high end, but you and your team do every type of product. You're doing, you know, condos in the downtown, you're doing projects that start at the 150s all the way up to the five, six million dollar houses. So that was one thing that I really like and have learned a lot about your team. Do you want to just explain a little bit of how you guys have really defined your brand and uh, for our listeners, because it's something that I'm excited to join in on. Kim, and we have and different agents and teams at Sotheby's pick their own distinction. There's some Sotheby's agents that only choose on the ultra, only choose to focus on the ultra high end. And it really ties in well with the brand and that's what they choose. Our team, where we have uh, six ladies on it and soon to be seven with Kim, Mm -hmm. we focus on all price points. So we tend to do, most of our business tends to be on the west side, Springbank, Elbow Valley, west side, Aspen, and inner city, Eltador, areas like that, inner city. But we do have one team member who focuses on the deep south as well. And we also do a bit of the northwest, not as much on the east side of the city. Like Kim said, we do everything from a 150K, 200K condo up to 5 million. We tend to focus more on business now. We get through referrals and contacts. So a lot of our businesses. Now our clients' kids' first condo or our clients' parents downsizing in, you know, from their big family home into a bungalow villa or maybe a senior's home. So most of our business now is coming through our own network. And we like to work with people we like and we respect and trust. And we have a number of fantastic clients. And Personally, I really like the mix of price points. I mean, you need the uh, bread and butter stuff. You need the four or 500K houses and the 200K condos. Because if you have all $3 million listings, those can take a long time to sell. So I really like having the variety. And one thing that we always tell our clients with Sotheby's, we think we have a pretty superior marketing platform and we still give them that same marketing. We use the same photographers, measurement companies, stagers for a 200K condo as we do for a $4 million listing. So sure, our brochures are a little bit different, but we still you know, have that same high quality with our approach. Like, I'm so excited for that, and I can't wait to get up and running. You know, hopefully quite soon I'll be able to have my name on a sign out there, host an open house, but I'm just so excited to be able to join your team. There's incredible ladies on it. I really admire and respect each of the ladies on your team. And, you know, as I enter the industry, I will have fabulous mentors between you, of course, and everyone on your team and everyone in the Sotheby's organization. But with that being said, enough about me. Mom, why don't you give us an update as to what happened in the Calgary real estate market in the month of June and what you're just experiencing out there? June continued to be another really strong month, record month in Calgary. So we had a record number of sales in June in the city, uh, just under 3,000 sales. And we also had a record number of new listings at 4,100 new listings. So supply is now starting to outpace demand in June with more new listings than sales. 
And as we expected, as we start to see that shift, we're going to start to see a little bit more of a balanced market occurring in the city. Do you mind just explaining that to our listeners? Yeah, it's a term we use a lot in real estate, and it really refers to how we calculate it is uh, literally based on the number of listings divided by the sales in a particular month. And you can do that very micro. You can say in the community of Aspen or the community of Hawkwood at home's price, four to 600 K, there was 30, new, 30 listings and we had five sales in the last month. So you divide that out and that means that there's a five-month supply of houses in that price range in that community. So when we look across the whole city, right now we've got about a two-and-a-half-month inventory. So that's close to a balanced market. In the past two or three months, we've had about a two-month supply of inventory. So as our inventory is starting to creep up, we're getting closer to that kind of two-and-a-half, three-month supply. And what that means is it doesn't really favor the buyers or the sellers. So when you have a balanced market, there's it typically takes 30 to 60 to 90 days to sell a house. We don't see quite as many competitive offers in a balanced market as we do if the market is really favoring the sellers. That's when we see more competitive market competitive offers. And so what does this mean then in terms of price growth? Do you think it will come down a yeah, so as as inventory goes up and as we move more to a balanced market, and especially if we move more into a buyer's market, prices will soften. So year to date in the city of Calgary, we've had an 11% price growth over last year, which is fantastic. Different across different product sectors, but overall with detached homes, country residential, townhouses, and apartments, it's been 11%. And in June, we were up just 1%. So you can see that rate of price growth starting to decline a little bit as inventory starts to go up. Interesting. And one of the things that we've talked about in previous episodes is how the luxury real estate market has been booming as a result of COVID, or I guess not necessarily luxury, but the estate market, the larger homes, people wanting more space. So, you know, that's positively impacted areas like Spring Bank and areas outside of the city. Are you still seeing strong growth in those you know, more acreage style communities or a little bit of that higher end market? Yes. And I always say real estate is so micro. So the detached home market is clearly the strongest and still growing. It still has less than a two month supply in most neighborhoods in Calgary. So in particular in the far north and south southeast areas for detached homes in that 350 to 550 range, it's very competitive. We're still seeing lots of multiple offers and and home selling over list in those areas. So that's probably the biggest competitive area. Country residential, Bear Spa, Springbank, Elbow Valley are all remaining really strong as well. And I know previously we had talked about how there seems to be this little sweet spot in that four to, you know, five, six hundred thousand dollar house, uh, single family house range. Is that still a bit of a sweet spot in today's market? Is it really showing, you know, that that's what Calgarians can afford for the most part, or what are you finding in that range of product? 
Absolutely. One of my teammates, Kim Barton, does a lot of work in that price sector. And every house she's going after, they seem to have three or four offers if they're right around that $500,000 mark. So it continues to be very competitive. There continues to be a lot of people moving out of apartment townhouses and moving into a single family house still for that more space, more yard space. And then one other thing we've talked about in the past is how Calgary has a bit of this seven-year cycle. So are we still, you know, we said that our last big boom, I guess, was 2014. Prior to that was 2007. We're now in 2021. Like, are we still seeing the same trends that we were back in 2014 and 2007? What's, what's happening? Yeah, I I mean, I I love that seven-year cycle, and it is true. So 2021, we are seeing in Calgary, we do have the highest average prices for detached homes in every quadrant of Calgary, with the exception of city center. So every other quadrant is at its peak kind of average price, you know, higher than 2014 and higher than 2007, except city center. So these are traditionally the higher-end Luxury, Mount Royal, Bel Air, Elbow Park, Crescent Heights, Hounsfield Heights, those kinds of communities. And those have not reached the 2007 or 14 price points. Okay. Why do you think that is? I think it is because there's the higher price points, right? More luxury level pricing. And we just haven't seen, I mean, the two and a half, three million dollar prices haven't seen the same kind of price appreciation that all the other sectors really have. Right. It's more to do with that. And the other, when we look at other product types, townhomes and apartments are still not yet at 2014 and 21 levels. Townhomes are are going up. They've gone up 9% this year. So we're getting close to 2014 pricing in townhomes, but not quite there. Apartment condos uh, have only gone up 3% in pricing this year, and we're still 15% off what the highs were in that product sector. Okay. So do you still think there's opportunity then to buy condo units while the prices haven't accelerated in the way that other products have? Absolutely. So I'm a big favor for apartment condos right now. So in strong buildings, you really need quality buildings, you know, strong, well-managed buildings, good reserve funds. I'm a big supporter. And I do think that market is going to come back. I think savvy investors are looking at that market. Interest rates are still low. Our rental revenues are still so high relative to the capital. And I think there's great opportunities. And we're finally seeing a lot of new builds too that we've discussed. So that's super exciting. That is very exciting. And it's kind of cool because we've gotten a few people who've listened to our podcast recently from Vancouver and out of town who are, you know, starting to think of like, oh, maybe Calgary does have some opportunities. So I guess uh, (laughs) if you are listening, definitely reach out. And with that being said, thank you, Mom, for giving us just a quick overview of what happened in Calgary in the month of June. If anyone ever wants to talk more about the real estate market, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can contact us just on our Instagram at Calgary Real Estate Podcast or at our email, Calgary Real Estate Podcast at gmail.com. And with that being said, I know this was a bit of a shorter episode, but I wanted to give a little bit of an update as to why that is. And we do have some 
really exciting episodes coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, We have Brad McCallum coming on next week to talk about branding and a few others that are in the vaults just waiting to be released. So thank you all for listening. And on behalf of myself, my mom, our little laptop, Coda, we want to thank you for tuning in to the Calgary Real Estate Podcast. Thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye.